Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Cavern podcast where we talk all things Magic the Cavern. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neil. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? A lot better than I was last week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've, got, I've got all the bad energy out of my body, I swear. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, I feel like we were, we were both kind of on one last week. <laughs> no, you were fine and normal, I was just, I just... <laughs> Saw a rhino in a pinstripe suit and lost my entire fucking mind. <laughs> it's all that happened. Um, and I, I don't know, I think the problem last week is I, th- I thought there was a lot more content to go over, and then there wasn't, and I just focused on the fact that I didn't like the way Nuka Pinna cards look. <laughs> and that ended up being an entire episode, unfortunately, so... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully this one will be slightly better. But yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm alright, I think. I think I'm alright, just same as always. Same as always, nothing changes here. So that's I, the, I can't uh, tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Jesus. Yeah, exactly, that's the, <laughs> I think that's the kind of mood I'm, I'm in this week, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I'm trying to think what I've, what I've even done, I don't know, not a lot, not a lot. I've been playing some more Vintage Cube, um, and Magic Online is super fun still. Uh, I think this, this might be my favourite iteration of the Vintage Cube for, for a, a while, for a good couple of years, Sweet. I think. Uh, I just love love all of like the the lands things that they've done. Like the lands matter archetype is is mm-hmm. really fun this time. Enjoyed that a hell of a lot. Put some really interesting sure. cards in there this time. Yeah, the, the vintage cube continues to be the best way to play magic, and every other way to play magic is worse. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't always have access to vintage cube, unfortunately. So yeah, we'll have to make do. yeah, this is true. This is true. How's your how your weekend magic been? Have you played anything? Have you been Nope. Running events? No. Nope. Uh, yeah, running events as as normal. Um, I got pinged by the COVID app. Hey. <laughs> for the first time ever, actually. Um, f- from the, the draft on uh, on Wednesday. Um, but you know, you're not obligated to do anything with that information or change any of your behaviours or do anything about it. So I don't really know what the fucking point is <laughs> when you put in your age and vaccination status and it says you don't need to isolate. Like, well, what's the, what's the point in letting me know then? You know, like what <laughs> you you've been near someone with COVID. Don't worry about it though. Is apparently literally the NHS's line now. So yeah, yep. Uh, and then I have played no magic. I've just been playing Elden Ring. The game's really good. Yeah. Did you get good yet? Uh, I beat the first boss, finally. Cool. I'm still having trouble with the enemies being invisible, which is make, makes everything a lot harder, but it's very fun. Ring him, beat the first boss. It's just enjoying it. And I mean, I only get a small amount of time to play. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I, yeah. I, and I don't get to play magic anymore, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no, no magic content to provide you with. That's fine. At least you you got some enjoyment out of a game. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I feel like it can be rare sometimes these days. Yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed Dark Souls games for a long time, and they, yeah. it's, it's still good. <laughs> so, and then I just avoid all discourse completely. I think I'd have a lot more to say about Magic this week if I paid attention to Twitter a lot, but I'm trying to not go on it all the time. Yeah. Because every every time I open the app, it's not even. I don't even see like hot takes or anything. I see someone with a tweet that mentions discourse, and I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> so I'm sure something's gone on with like Commander or something, but I fucking knows what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I find like I just I, I'm pretty aggressive with the block and move buttons these days. So I I've created myself a a nice little timeline where I'm in the same position. I don't really see the discourse, but I see people complain about discourse, but. 
Which is the same, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something is going on, but I don't know what it is. It's usually either somebody I have blocked already, or it's a rock commander, so I don't really care. Yep. Yep. Although one thing that I do care about, which we uh, somehow missed in last week's... I don't know. I don't even know what, what word to use to describe <laughs> last week. <laughs> I was just being a miserable piece of shit. In the yeah, so last week's misery. Uh, we missed We missed talking about Loris. Are you ready for some more takes about Loris that you've heard Hell a thousand yeah. times? Big, big Loris update. As of the 7th of March 2022, Loris of the Dream Den is banned in Pioneer and Modern. Uh, I assume it was doing things in Pioneer. It was pretty good in that Blackwater Rose deck. I don't know anyone who plays Pioneer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's banned, banned in Modern, finally. Yeah, I think just in Pioneer it was doing similar things to what it was doing in Modern and Legacy and Vintage. Like, the cards, the cards, stupid. Like, I think there'll be conversations on the end of time in terms of 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 power level or or if it was fine or not. Like, but realistically, the things the card was doing was stupid, absolutely stupid, and and, and not worth it in the end. I don't think. Yeah, I think the thing with Loris is it's not going to make any kind of meaningful change really to the metagame in any kind of way. Yeah, it's not yeah, like say ba- banning a Splinter Twin or a Birthing Pod or a Kagari Grave Troll, what have you. It's not going to have that kind of effect. But just decks are going to continue to be good, and now they don't have the sort of inevitable late game of Loris and recurring. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there are a couple of decks that just like fall off the face of the earth thanks to the, the lack of Loris, like the the red black deck that was just Ragavans, Dragonways Chandlers, um, and whatever. Like Loris is a big part of that, just as a thing you can do, like put it in your hand for three and play it for three and actually grind out. And not having access yeah, to yeah. that makes that deck a lot weaker. Being able to like cast Croxa uh, from your graveyard with, with Loris was obviously a, a big, a big thing for that deck. Well, that yep. want to do. Obviously, can't do that anymore. So, yeah, yeah I, I think I think in terms of, of impact, that that deck is going to you know not really exist anymore. But look at everything else that was playing Loris. I'm fairly certain they'll they'll survive. Um, yep. I mean, Grixis Death Shadow has just basically picked up Merkside Regent instead. Um, yeah. And has access to a few more cyborg cards, whether that be, uh, you know, Fury or something. You know, Fury's a good, good card that that deck was unable to play. Um, just like some Fury yeah. cards. I mean, no, none of those the... cards should be Liliana of the Veil. That card is continuing to, continue well, to be unplayable. You say that, you look at the, the Grixis Death Shadow deck that won the um, the modern super qualifier, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's stock deck, Death Shadow deck, what you'd, you'd expect for Death Shadow, for Dragon Rage Channeler, for Merktar Region, for Ragavan. For Mishra's Bauble, still a very playable card. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, sideboard now. We, we play Calgon's Command, play Lillian of the Veil. There's two Lillian of the Veil in there. Season Pyromancer's in there as well. So just a few more sort of more flexible options as opposed to what yeah. that deck was playing before with Loris. I, the deck's great. Yeah. I think they. I think that person said that the Lilianas in the sideboard should have just been Terminates. Um, yeah. I think Terminates, like, a necessary evil. Um you have to beat opposing Murktides and have more answers to Primeval Titans. Um, Liliara of the Veil is a terrible magic card and you should not play it in your decks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that's not a particularly screaming hot take, um, yeah. but it's it's not a good magic card and it, it's unplayable. Uh, Season Paramancer is a nice one, just like as, as your de facto grinding card now that you don't have Lurus, um, if you want to keep grinding out with that deck. Which, you know, you still got 
uh, Dragon Race Chandler and stuff to, to perfect yeah. your draws, but like at a certain point you run out of Mistress Baubles and you can't play them because you don't have Lurus, so um, Season Paramancer is a natural placement for that kind of effect. But yeah, it's just, it's just Murtad Regent. Murtad Regent is the pickup for, for, yeah. for uh, Death Shadow. We're going to see like some iterations on the sideboard, but basically the decks are just clean and basically versions of what they were before with Lurus, but just with Murtad Regent now. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, I wasn't clamoring for the ban. I thought when they announced the last ban, um, where Lurus didn't get banned, I thought it was going to be not because I wanted it to be particularly, or like I thought it was like the worst card and was ruining modern. I just thought they were going to pull the trigger on it eventually, and if they're announcing a ban, that was probably going to yeah. be it. And then we sort of got this surprise ban out of out of nowhere. Yeah, really, it's seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah, it really felt like out of nowhere. But yeah, I think yeah. I, I was very much of the of the same mind that like not clamoring for a band like the card the card is obnoxious but at the same time lightning bolt is currently the most played card in modern so yeah, most decks are going to have a way, way to deal with it uh, but i also wouldn't be disappointed at all if they banned it and then they didn't ban it and it was like okay i guess it just gets to live for a bit longer and then oh, nowhere here comes this band um which yeah i think i think it's good i think it's, it's definitely a good thing that it has been banned but i i don't think it's massively impactful in, in terms of shifting meta. Um no, I think it also I just, just I just think it's just you know, it's just one more one more bit of evidence to show that uh that companion was just a huge mistake all around. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the main things is it limits future design space. Yeah. I think that's one yeah, of the worst things about it. Like we always used to say about collector company and that like green adjacent three drops, you have to be really careful in case they're really did way too good with collector company, which is a hilarious thing to say in the year twenty twenty two. Um but it just limits future design space, and I like that they're... Same with Birthing Pod, right? Like, that card continues to be banned because it can do stupid things if you accidentally do things with it. Like, yeah. it was wild that one of the cards that pushed that of birth, Birthing Pod over the top was Seed Rhino. Which, again, hilarious <laughs> to say in 2022. Like, potting into a Rhino these days would not be that good. Um, but yeah, like, just future design space with Lurus around means you can take fewer risks, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was going to get banned eventually. I don't think it's going it, to... It's, it's a monumental change now, but I think... Hadlerus continued to be a thing and we kept getting cards added to the format, it would still be a problem. Yeah. No, I agree, definitely. No, I, I think I think currently the biggest problem that it, it imposes is the fact that the uh the Ors of Aura's Pioneer Challenger deck contains a Lurus, so it's no oh, longer Pioneer Legal. <laughs> God, so we already had that fucking Challenger deck, the standard Challenger deck with Faceless Haven and that you can play exactly if you play the pre card. Yeah. Oh and God. now we have the, the Pioneer one, which contains Alorus, which you cannot play. So they haven't even said oh, that. It's, like, it's fine. No one's playing Pioneer. Yeah. We fired a six-person... People, people are playing Pioneer. Maybe not there, but people are playing Pioneer. It's popular. We fired... Oh, okay, that's cool. But we fired a six-person F FNM for Pioneer and haven't since. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, like three months ago, I think. Well, uh, maybe the Alorus ban will change things. Yeah, I don't know. But no, the the thing that changed things was they banned Inverter of Truth and uh, what's the Underworld Breach. And, yeah, and yeah, people got their toys taken away and didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> and that's basically what killed Pioneer. I mean, and a, you know, global pandemic, but that's what killed Pioneer. They they took away the fun things and and the people that were interested in like innovating and doing busted stuff in a new format got their fun stuff taken away and now you just have to kind of play Battlecruiser Magic the format, which doesn't yeah. appeal to a lot of people that you know, are making content because it's far less engaging than stupid combo linear aggro decks. It's just Yeah, that's it. Like I I absolutely loved Pioneer when you could do 
the cool aggro decks. Like the the blue black inferno deck is is one of my favorite decks of all time. I think it's just mm-hmm. like super cool, really interesting games. I loved the mirror match. Absolutely loved the mirror match. Um, and then they got rid of that, and my love for the format definitely wavered after that. Um, and now I just have a stock seventy five blue white control deck that I'll just play because. Mm-hmm. Why not? You can play Teferis and Narsets, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that like, you're not excited about it. Right? Yeah. No, that's most of the problem. Half, there's, half no, there's no fun. Like, I don't know, the other decks are very, very similar, it feels, in, in sort of the way they play out. Yeah. Um, and you have a fun few stupid things, like zombie, type, zombie tribal decks are pretty stupid and explosive, which is kind of cool, but like you don't have that inverter or Lotus Breach sort of. Combo or Kethys. Like, they got rid of Oh, Kethys yeah, Kethys, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> they got rid of all the, the, the daft stuff, so people are less interested in that format now, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, couldn't play Paper Magic for two years, so. Yeah. This yeah. is true. This is true. Well, yeah, Lurus Gun. Uh, probably for the best in the long term, but, like, I wasn't one of these weird people that was like, we need to ban Lurus, it's no fun, because a load of people who made those takes are the kind of people that lost to a, a competent Lurus player in the first round of FNM. And then that's the entire way they base their takes on the card. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's correct, but I don't really, I don't really, I didn't really have a feeling either way. But yeah, it's, no, it's probably I, bad I, format. I agree, definitely. I I definitely agree. I just yeah, I just I, I wonder how long it'll be before okay. we see we see Yorian get a ban. Not that yep. it, again, like <laughs> not that I don't think it you know needs it necessarily, but. It's, it's, one by one, they're all being cut from the formats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I, only, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be surprised. To, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see it at some point. Well, yeah, I mean, we have seen modern shake out in a slightly different way than perhaps we all assumed it would post Lurus. And like, hmm. the Urian money piles are still good, but they haven't been yeah. as dominant as I think we maybe expected them to be. Like, oh, these are just the de facto best decks now. Like, no, Death Shadow is still a stupid card. Ragavan and, and Dragon Race Tango is still silly, and Merkchild Regent is a very powerful magic card. Um, so we're not seeing like Urian complete dominance, but I think they should probably get rid of it at some point, and like that would have an effect on the format because there are a lot of decks that like basically exist because they're eighty cards and have a re- like an eight mana flicker for your entire yeah. team. Um, but yeah, do Urian next. Forget companion never happened; it was stupid. And like, sure, you lose Gigantha and Kahira or whatever, but those aren't those are cards you play because you just can rather than the fact that they're yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fine with the ban. Hammer's gonna still hammer. Death Shadow gonna still Death Shadow. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. All, it's all mediocre. Yeah, it's that, that, that's it. Like you look at the look at the the top decks in the modern super qualifier, and like most of them could have played Loris and just haven't changed that much, uh, or their Tron or Storm. So there Sweet. we go. Sweet. Well, I'm playing Storm. Or, or, or Amulet, Amulet as well. Obviously, because yep, I mean it can to be good. Those decks are gonna are gonna deck, and that's fine. Yeah, the, the one meta game just seems fine, and I've been enjoying it a lot. So yeah, I'm I'm fine with this change, and I hope there are no more changes anytime soon. And we haven't really seen Kamigawa be a big deal. Yeah, Bes- yeah, you no, good. Really. Uh, the Wandering Emperor, good. <laughs> Turns yeah. out, Jesus Christ! I opened a copy from a booster like. I buy a couple of booster packs at this time every set because I mean mainly because I work right next to a big stack of booster packs so I feel yeah. compelled to buy one. Um, but I opened a Wandering Emperor. And I was like, oh, that's cool, and looked it up on card market. It was like eight euros. So like, great, that'll just sit in a box forever. 
And then I saw a card market tweet where it had gone up to 26 euros. <laughs> I should probably sell that. <laughs> um, but that card's, that's what cards making moves in um, the right control. People are talking about it being one of the top five planeswalkers of all time or something stupid, which I think is yeah, yeah. a bit too much. Um, I don't uh, think it's yeah, that I don't good. Think, don't think top five of all time, no way. But uh, it, it's, it certainly seems okay in modern and seems pretty good in Pioneer. So Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good card. I think it's good. I think it's definitely good. But yeah, we haven't seen any Lurises or Teferis or Okos or Uros or anything. Yeah. We've just seen some reasonable cards. And like you picked up the, the blue the blue Springleaf drum. Uh reality chip. Uh, the reality chip as well, which in the in the Hammer decks, but yeah, the blue the blue Springleaf drum was doing things in like eight cast style decks and whatever. Yeah. Uh yeah, modern sims in the health place and I'm 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 pleased people will stop complaining about Lurus now. The best thing about yeah. Lurus going away <laughs> is that people stop complaining about Lurus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I kind of want them <laughs> the to dis- ban the discourse dies with Loris. Fantastic. Yeah, I kind of want happy. them to, to ban Ragavan because the the <laughs> so like, people will shut up. Like, well, yeah, like the yeah. the upset yeah. of the people who played Ragavan and didn't think it, don't think it should get banned mm. is far more tolerable than people complaining about the monkey every single week because yeah. it's one of the best cards in the format that's very good but also very reasonable in the format and costs £80 and they don't want to spend £80 on a copy of Ragavan so they're like you should burn it because I don't want to admit that it's too expensive for me uh, we're going to get into I hate the pause again aren't we that's that's where this conversation's going <laughs> which I don't yeah, but you know, I've, I've been told I'm classist for saying that you shouldn't you should buy magic product from a local game store instead of Amazon So yeah, that's like the world I live in to me like yeah, it's, it's gay, you know, if you can afford to spend four hundred pounds, then you can afford to spend four hundred and forty pounds and support your a local game store. It doesn't have to be one that's near you if you, if they don't stock expensive products. It can just be you know any of the reputable UK retailers. But also, I should go fuck myself because some people can't afford to do that when actually they can afford to spend four hundred pounds. Imagine being able to spend four hundred pounds and then claiming that me spend saying you should spend slightly more than that is gatekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate magic players sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, truly the wildest take ever. I could only wish I had a spare four hundred pounds to piss away on booster packs. Twenty four booster packs. <clears throat> Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyway, let's let's play a game. Yeah. You want to play, wanna yeah. play a game? I I do. I mean, I don't. This is going to be awful <laughs> and embarrassing, and I'm going to get. Yeah, just absolutely show my show my whole ass on the uh, on the podcast. But. So the way in which this is content, because I just want to do this anyway because I think it's kind of fun. But the way in which yeah. this is content is my point is no one knows what magic cards anymore outside of like the top ten players, and magic has become untenable to understand, and no one remembers any cards from any set anymore. So I'm going to turn that into ha ha laugh at Joe for forty five minutes. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Sweet. All right, we'll start easy. I would like you to name three. Mythic rares from Kalangal and Neon Dynasty that are not planeswalkers. Cool, that are not planeswalkers. Plane that are not planeswalkers. Uh, I'm going to name Atsushi the Blazing Sky. Correct. Uh, Jugan defends the temple. Sure, that is one, yes. Hidetsugu consumes all. Nice. You did it. I did. That Thanks. was. Far more difficult than it should have been, but yes. <laughs> I do find it funny that you didn't name any of the other dragons. Uh, I can't remember their full names. I remember there's a Kyrie and there mm-hmm. is uh, Junji. Yes, and also Ao. Yes. Kura. I did not remember those two. Could have had Jinga Taxius. 
Mm-hmm. You could have had Kadama of the West Tree. Yeah. You could have had Explosive Singularity, everyone's favourite mythic rare. Do you remember that mythic rare, right? Oh, is that the, the Dragon Ball one? Yeah, it's the Spirit Bomb, yeah. The Spirit Bomb, yeah. You could have had Spirit Sisters Call, everyone's <laughs> favourite. <laughs> That card, right, I have played that card in Cube as well. That card is, is actually pretty sick in Cube, in Vintage Cube. It was like a, a, a very expensive uh, recurring nightmare. Yeah. Seems acceptable. Uh, and you it's could have had. Titan. You could have had uh, nothing else. I don't know. Nice. Okay, you got that one. That was an easy one because that set has been out for about three weeks, so you should know yes. this card. Now, please, <laughs> for me, <laughs> name three mythic rares. That aren't planeswalkers. Though I'd be surprised if you could name the planeswalkers that aren't Sauron. From uh, Innistrad Crimson Vow, please. Thank you so much. Innistrad Crimson Vow. That is the vampire one. Sure is. Uh, it's Crimson Vow, the one with Cemetery Desecrator. Say that again. Cemetery Desecrator? Yes. Cool. Uh, cemetery uh, Protector? Is that the white one? That is the white one, yeah. Uh, what are the other ones? Cemetery. Cemetery. You need the blue one, the red one, the green one. Yeah. Uh, it's, the re- it's the red one, Cemetery Gatekeeper. It is. Sick. Okay. okay. Nice. Now, tell me what any of those cards do. <laughs> Oh, uh, one of them is a zombie. <laughs> I know the black one's a zombie with menace. Uh, the red one is a two-one with first strike. I have no idea what the abilities do. And the white one has vigilance? Question mark. No, it has flash. Cool. Obviously. Yeah, I've got. I've got no and idea. It's a three <laughs> so you could have had symmetry no illuminator, symmetry prowler. Ah, oh, uh, prowler. I was trying to remember because I know it's, yeah. a, it's a dog or a wolf or something, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Averbrook caretaker. No, oh, that one's really good. The Bane I, yeah, of Limited ah, Formats, yep. Yeah, I thought that was uh, Midnight Hunt for some reason. I guess because it's a werewolf. Uh, it is. Uh, you could have had Faithbound Judge, which is one I definitely forgot about. Oh, uh, yeah. Which <laughs> the one with Defender. Uh, Jacob Halken, Inspector. Oh, uh, uh, that's the one. That's the crap Jason Vince Prodigy. Yep. Uh, Haunted, Hallowed Haunting, which is the the seed for Kamigo and the End Dynasty, which is like 25 euros. Because enchantment things, Necrojuality, Cultivator Colossus, actually seeing modern play, Maniform Hellkite. I can't believe you just forgot the mythic, the red mythic. Forgot Toxril. That's embarrassing. Oh yeah. Yep. You didn't forget oh, yeah, Holbreaker was in that set. You didn't forget Holbreaker Horror because that's a fucking rare for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some good ones. Can you name the Planeswalkers? I will take just uh, the, like the first names of the Planeswalkers if you remember which ones are in the set, like which characters. It's incredibly difficult to differentiate between <laughs> Crimson Vow and Midnight Hunt. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say that the Planeswalkers were Sorin. Uh-huh. I did give you that one, but yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh, do I even remember? Do I even... Uh, Chandra? Yep. Chandra, Wedding Chandra? <laughs> wedding Chandra, Chandra Dressed to Kill, yeah. Uh, and I have no idea. No. Kaya? How could you forget Kaya? Oh, was it, there was a Kaya in this in this one? Kaya Geist Hunter. 
which is like yeah, that, I have the worst card. I've That card exists. Yeah, yeah I mean, that'll be why. Three mana, three loyalty, plus one creature you control, again, death touch, and it to another turn, put a 1 1 counter, and up to one type creature token you control. Minus two doubling season effect. Minus six, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I it's a very, very forgettable did card, not realise that card exists. <laughs> yep, no, that's correct. That's totally fine. Uh, you also could have had Olivia, you know, the main character of the set, but that's fine. She's not, not, not a planeswalker. But, but as, yeah. as a mythic. Oh, as a mythic, yeah, sure. Oh, cool, okay, so you, you did find that one. Um, I just, uh, you just forget, these cards just fall out your head, right? Yeah. This is the oh, problem, yeah. and like, I interact with magic cards every day of my life, and, uh, and sell these cards and pack them into orders, and I don't know where any of them are. <laughs> And that's terrifying. Okay. Three mythics that are not planeswalkers, if you please, from Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Jesus Christ, I'd forgotten about all of these cards. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Uh... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is in this set? <clears throat> Uh, this is the set with Renin 7, if that helps you at all. I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, uh, it is uh, Enduring Angel. That's the band one, right? Yep. Cool. Sure is. Uh, and I don't remember the name of any of the adversaries, except it was something adversary. Well, you knew the ad- you knew, Yeah, you knew it was an adversary cycle. So that's, that, that's like... I don't know their names, though. Half a point. <laughs> You got Intrepid Adversary, Spectral Adversary, Tainted Adversary, Bloodthirsty Adversary, and Primal Adversary, obviously. All those super playable think, and interesting cards. The thing I'm, I'm struggling with is like every card I'm trying to think of is probably a rare in my head. Like I can't I can't differentiate between the mm-hmm. rares and the mythics. I'm thinking it's is Leah, Liar, is that a mythic or is it a rare? Leah, Disciple of the Drowned, is a mythic rare. Cool. So that's two. Don't remember the full name, but yeah, that, that. <laughs> Yeah, Disciple of the Drowned. Yep. That. Uh, can I say Teferi, who slows the sunset? I did say non-planeswalkers. Yeah. But, I mean, that is a card in the set. I'm oh. to recall that one. Mituk Massacre, that's a very good playable card. There you go. You did it. Can't believe you forgot Sunstreak Phoenix. <laughs> what, what is it? What's a Sunstreak Phoenix when it's a dome? <laughs> it's a it's a 4-mana four 4-2 four with flying. Right. And then if it's yeah. if it's not night or day, when it enters the battlefield, it becomes day. And then when it becomes night, when, <laughs> I'm going to read it the way it's worded. When day becomes night or night becomes day, you may pay one and a red. If you do, return it to the battlefield from your grave. But return it to the battlefield from your graveyard. Tapped. It's the Phoenix. It is. It's Sunstreak Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> How could you have possibly forgotten this extremely I good just, card? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I've. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't think I've, I've played a reasonable amount of limited for this set as well. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that card once. I've never drafted that card. I don't think I've ever seen it played against me once. Which mm-hmm. I guess fair enough because it's a mythic, but also it's unplayable in constructed formats as well. Like, what's the point of this card? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. It's this. This is the, the thing. Like, which I'll get into a wider point once we finish with the game. But uh, who are these cards for? Is is my question. I, mean, I understand why a lot of these, some of these are mythics because if they were in every draft they'd be like upsettingly warping. Yeah. But who are these cards for? They're not standard playable. They're not any kind of eternal format playable, and they're not really commander cards. They keep trying to design cards for commander, like 
consuming blob. Great, you gave the ooze tribal players another ooze. It's the way it's the ooze with Tarmogoyf text that makes ooze tokens with Tarmogoyf text. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a cool design, but like, they're a swing and a miss. Jared, corrupted bishop. Good. Yeah, I don't, I don't I have no idea what that card does. <laughs> Lord of the Forsaken? Nope. Nope. Is it black? It sure, sure is. It's a demon. <laughs> it, look, it looks like a like a, a demon from like the, the Legion expansion of World of Warcraft. It's pretty cool. So it's a six mana six six with flying and trample and pay black sacrifice on the creature target player mills three cards and then you can pay a life that and seems add one mana. Cool. You can pay that a life and, good. and add a colorless spend it to only cast spells from your graveyard. That seems really good. So good that you have no idea. Don't remember you've, nev- you've, you've never heard that card text before. <laughs> That's yeah, how good no. it is. <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> now it's time for Dungeons and Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Oh, hell yeah. I've now, for, drafted for, a lot of this theater. <laughs> now, for this one, I will accept names of Planeswalkers. Sure. So, hit me with three. What do you got? Eliwick Tumblestrom. Hell yeah. The Book of Exalted Deeds. Yep. The Book of Vile Darkness. <clears throat> I'm, okay, you gotta keep going. That's too, that's too easy. Uh, Asarak the Archlich. I'm just, like, I can remember, like, the Planeswalkers and the band cards. Like, <laughs> Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Demi-Lich was Demi-Lich, a, yep. a mythic, right? A mythic, yep. Uh, Eben, Eben Death, Draco-Lich. Yep, Jesus, you know this set inside out. Icing, Icing Fang. Icing Death, Frost Tyrant. Icing Death, Frost Tyrant, yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? Is there any more I can think of? Yeah, I, I've, I've played a hell of a lot of Limited for this set. Got the rest of the dragons? Uh, no, don't don't think I can remember the rest of the dragons. Um, In, Inferno of the Stars Mouths, which is just strictly better Shivan Dragon for some reason. Old Norburn. Oh, Minsk, Minsk. I Minsk. don't remember his, his title, but Minsk's in the set. He makes he makes a boo. He does make a boo. He does make a boo. Yep. You have Lolf, Spider Queen. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot she was in the set as well. Yeah. It's just a just a great set full of cards that everyone remembers. Xanathar, Guild Kingpin? No, not ringing that, okay, any bells. That card's sweet. That card's sweet. Xanathar's yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Deck of Many Things? I didn't realise that was a mythic. <laughs> no, no one did. Okay, oh, okay. So this one was an easy one. This was an easy one. That's fine. Yeah, I, I've played far more <laughs> far more limited of that, that set than anybody Clearly. should, I think, really. <laughs> okay, so, next. Strixhaven. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so three, three non-planeswalker mythics, please. I feel like I, I could just like say like a bunch of letters strung together and be like, "Oh, it's the, <laughs> it's the Quandrix, <laughs> Quandrix. It's the Dean of Quandrix." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, those are all rares. Oh well. Uh, Strixhaven so. mythics. Let me think. You got this. I believe in you. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. There's, there's. I have no idea what the name is. Uh, I know there's one of them that's a double-faced card that I have no idea what either side do with Sorry. one side's blue and one side's green. You want you want to you want, you want to differentiate <laughs> cards in Strixhaven by saying it's got two sides. Uh, one of them's blue and one of them's green, and it's a sorcery on the back and a creature on the front. I can tell you that much. Jadzy, yeah. 
That's what you can tell you the name though. Yeah, Jan- that's that was Janzi, Oracle of Arcavios. And on the back it puts lands into play or some shit. Is that it? You're tapping out after zero? Uh, there's gotta be there's gotta be another one. There's gotta be actually one. I can I can remember the name of. Uh oh. Uh, uh it's Max- mascot exhibition. Is that a mythic or is that rare? It is, it's a colourless mythic. There we go. That one is great and limited. <laughs> sure, sure, it is. Uh cool. Alright, well that's that's one. No, I think that might be it, yeah. I think that might be it. Wow, okay. So you could have had uh Extus, Auric Overlord, the black white guy that turns into a black red sorcery on the back. Oh, the the main evil big bad of the set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Voldemort of the piece. Yeah. That no one fucking remembers. Because it wasn't important at all and no one cares about the story anymore. Oh, uh, Magma Opus. Magma Opus, there you go, well done. There we go, there we you go. You got it. Any of the other I got it right this week. <laughs> Any of the other mythics from the from the colour pairs? Uh no, just just Luca, but he's he's the back and I don't remember what the, the it's called. Mila is the front one. Go. The good little fox. Um Body of Research, the Quandrix one, which is a six-mana sorcery where you create a fractal that's as big as your library. Blot nope, out the sky, existed. make X two ones, and if it's six or more, you destroy all other creatures. I got that existed. Nope, can't believe you didn't get that. Harness Infinity, where you swap your library and your graveyard in hand. Nope, forgot that existed. Forgetting such Sounds pretty good, though. Absolute bangers. It, it, costs, very good. it costs one black, 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 green, 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 so no. Uh, Black's Vexing Pest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I of course. That card. Yeah. I knew about that one. Uh, Mavinda, Student's Advocate. What is that? It's it's a three mana, two, three with flying, and you can pay zero, and you may cast target instant sorcery card from your graveyard this turn. If that sorcery oh, yeah. doesn't the, target the a creature. White, white Yorgmuff's will thing. Yeah, if, it, if the spell yeah. doesn't target a creature, it costs eight more. How bizarre. Yeah. Uh, ecological Appreciation. Like one of the many green sun zenith court of calling effects that they decide to print in every set that are just bad. Yeah, it's not really Crack- any bells. Crackle with power, the first triple X card. Man, so many, so I many bangers in Strixhaven's I vaguely remember that, but I've no idea, no idea what it does. I remember the name though. Yeah, it deals, it deals five times X damage to each of up to X targets, and you have to play triple X. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Joe! I can't believe you missed that one. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, to be fair, this set was like I don't know between six months and three years ago. So, you, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like everything in history has been been between six months and three years ago at this point. Yep, and it's it's depressing that this is something we pay attention to all the time. Yeah, and have a lot of like we we, we know about this and talk about it every week and do it every week, and it's my job. And I st- still couldn't remember that it was Tanazia Quandrix was the name of the dragon. But if I say Velamachus, yeah, which dragon is that? Lawhold? Yep. What about Shadrix? No idea. Silverquill? So, Belladross? Nope. With the blue? <laughs> Galazeth Prismari. Yeah, I, I, it's just words. It's just words. There's too many words on magic cards. That they is sure the are. They sure are. Uh, and we finally, your favourite set. The I set you were so excited about. 
that you 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 loved. Kaltheim, please. Three, oh yeah, Kaltheim. Three non-planeswalker mythics. Uh, well, I, we all know Goldspan Dragon. We all know and love Goldspan Dragon. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's fine. We also all know and love Alrun's Epiphany as well. We sure uh, do. Yeah, very, very. So, outside of those two extremely playable cards, can you name more, please? <laughs> Three more. Uh, I can. I can name you. Uh, Valky, God of Lies. Yep. What's the back card called? The back card is Tybalt, Cosmic Imposter. Great. Uh. Alrund, god of something. Yeah, god of the cosmos. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Uh, Halvar, god of something. Halvar, god of battle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I went Esker, through Esker, There we go. Esker, god of the world tree. God of the tree, that's fine, yep. God of the tree, okay, almost, almost. I went through a lot of these uh, last week. Uh, and who was the red one? Oh, Torolf, Torolf's the red one. Mm-hmm, God I don't of... remember the full name. God of, God of Thunder. Fury, <laughs> close. Cool, not quite. <laughs> Just pick a random red word. Cool, uh, I mean, you didn't name I some... I get another one. Okay, okay. I can get another one, I can get another one, I can get another one. What okay. is, what is, what's he called? What is he called? Okay. Tyvarkel. That's a Planeswalker, but yeah, nice. There we go, there we go. Named Tyvarkel. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. He's named Tyvarkel before again forgetting our, our beautiful Planeswalker Kaya, who's also on this plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Kaya. This, that Kaya's really good as well. I play yeah. that Kaya in Historic sometimes. Kaya the Inexorable. And Boronclex yep. is in the set too. Yep, you forgot Nico Aris. Everyone, it was really I exciting that they were really not realizing Nico Aros was in this set. Oh, that Nico Aros was in Theros. Nope, they're from Theros. Cool. Remember when like everyone got really excited because they were doing like cool lore about um, like the, the first canonically non-binary planeswalker, and it was really nice and meaningful to a lot of people. And then the card was complete dog shit. Yeah. Remember that? That was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is so. Oh wow, this is bad. <laughs> this is a bad guy. Make shard tokens. What does a shard token do, Joe? Uh, it is. Uh, it's an enchantment. I can tell you that much. I've got no idea what it does, though. It's an enchantment token. You can pay two and sacrifice it to scry one, then draw a card. Okay. How many cards in the set make shard tokens, Joe? Just the one. Correct. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So I hope we see Nico again, because. Uh, they were going to be cool, and then Jesus, it just wasn't, was it? No, it just wasn't no. very cool at all. I don't think I've ever played. I've never played a Nico RS, and I don't think anybody's ever played a Nico RS against me. Nope. X white blue blue. When it enters the battlefield, make X shard tokens. Plus one up to one tight creature you control can't be blocked this turn. Whenever that creature deals damage this turn, return it to its owner's hand. <laughs> Minus one. It deals two damage to target tapped creature for each card you've drawn this turn. And minus one, create a shard token. <laughs> what a great planeswalker. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a reasonably interesting design. Yeah. But like you compare it to like any of the planeswalkers from like Neon Dynasty and it's just 
it's just crap. What a crap card. Yeah, it's really upsetting because they're a cool character. Yeah. Um, I hope to see them again. Uh, so yeah, this generally leads into my point that all of these cards that I've just listed are standard legal and mythics and uh, cards that Wizards of the Coast are aiming uh, for like some kind not of Not all of the cards are standard legal. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> all of these cards <laughs> are standard <laughs> The ones that I know aren't. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I can, I can currently buy from distributors boxes that contain these cards. Yes. Like, they're currently in print mythics. Yeah. And no one knows them. And I think that's extremely bad and then if you add on top of that modern horizons 2 you add on top of that all of the commander decks like if i went through and asked you to name like the color combinations of the commander decks released with every standard set you could not do that and sure that's unfair to ask you specifically because you're not a commander player who cares about that or engages with sealed products at all yeah that's not that's not a product that i even look at at all so i i I would fail that massively but yeah, so you've got Kamigandian Dynasty is blue-white vehicles and red-green enchantments. Crimson Vow, I think, is spirits. Probably blue-white and red-black vampires? Probably. The, uh, Midnight I Hunt. I assume Midnight Hunt is these red-green werewolves. Oops, so yep, and then the other one, God knows. Uh, uh, it's the other one, not zombies? Blue-black zombies? Yeah, blue-black zombies, yeah. With Wilhelt? I have no idea. And then, I don't think I've, I don't think I've looked at the at the decks. I'm just just assuming based yeah, on, the, yeah, yeah. on the theme the themes of the of the set. Yeah, and then Strixhaven was uh, five decks because it was the official Commander Twenty One release with yeah. each of the color combinations of the, the schools. Um, and then uh, what set was before that? Kaldheim. Kaldheim was black green elves and blue white, white foretell. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's just there are so many products. There are so many products, and then you have all the challenger decks. Can you name the challenger decks? Do you know what nope. an arena starter kit is? Yeah, unfortunately. Do you know Do you know the cards you get in an arena starter kit? Which version? The most recent one. Uh, which version? Because there is one that is Amazon exclusive and one that is local game store. The one that you should be buying from your LGS and not from Jeff Bezos. Uh, Bezos. Demi Demi Lich the front face card. Nope. Nope, no idea then. They're both rares, so I don't know what they are. One of them's a green Strixhaven card. And the other one is a card I'll never know. I look at that product every day. It's on the counter. <laughs> it's in front of my face every day as I walk in. And I, I'd fucking know. There are just too many things. And I think the fact that I'm such an engaged Magic player, and so are you. And like, sure, you don't get to see these cards in person a lot of the time, right? And haven't for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But you're on social media, you're in all the Magic groups and whatever, and you're actively looking at spoilers and at deck lists and what have you and actively playing arena and it's difficult for you to name mythics in recent standard sets and i i think that's a bad thing like i would would, fully fully agree there's just there's too much happening for anyone to keep up and like i understand that it's so wizards are making record profits and i understand that that is an important thing that the company that makes the game we love continues to make money but Jesus, at what cost? Yeah. That's it. I, I just, I just don't think, I just don't think standard sets are really like mean. Like unless you're playing, I guess it's it's kind of always been the case to some extent. But unless you're playing standard, I just don't really think they're meaningful sets at all in the slightest. Um, <coughs> no, and I'm not somebody who plays standard and have not done for a very long time now. Um, but you look at the 
the format that I play the most these days is is historic. I play a, a fair amount mm-hmm. of historic on Arena, and you look at the cards that are in that format, and the vast majority of cards that are seeing a lot of play in that format are ones that are being added through through historic Jumpstart Horizons and, and Alchemy and remastered sets and stuff. Like barely yeah. anything's making it through standard these days. So you're also adding on the fact that there are Arena exclusive releases. There are Arena yeah. exclusive erratas. <laughs> Yeah. There are a thousand different card styles for all of these things. There are secret layers, uh, which we learned there are 99 secret layers to date. Yeah. Of individual releases of secret layers. Yeah, it's so many. And, and we know we know there's there's at least another nine coming as well this year from the uh, uh, the Zodiac mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. And we know that they're. Star signs, whatever they are. Yeah. And you said that there had been roughly, not that they released weekly, but roughly one a week since they started. Mm. That's so, so many. That, yeah. So you're getting a full standard set with full commander decks. At least two commander decks. Um, every three months. Yeah. Sometimes quicker than that, because there are more standard sets. And then we're getting um, 40k commander decks. We're getting an entire Lord of the Rings modern legal set. We're getting Commander Legends. We're getting Double Masters 2. I... And sure, some of those are like exclusively reprint. One of those is exclusively a reprint set. But how are you supposed to keep up with all these things? And I don't know. Maybe that world is just dead, right? Maybe we're not supposed to keep up with everything now. And when they said this isn't for you, yeah. they didn't just mean you should know what this is. But maybe you don't buy it because it's not doesn't appeal to you specifically. Maybe you're just not supposed to know all these things now. Maybe yeah, I, just I think I think that, that is the case. It's like when when you brought up like Modern Horizons two before. Like I'm I feel fairly confident that I could I could name far more. Mythics from Modern Horizons two than I could from any standard set recently, and because I it's impactful. It's because it's, yeah, it's impactful. It's cool. It's it's card designs that are memorable and yeah, card card designs that I like. Um, card designs that I see. But there are also cards um, that are relevant to formats that you that. play. There are yeah. cards that are relevant yeah. to you play modern, you play legacy, you play vintage cube. You know, you, it's you play yeah, it's, it's cards cards that I need to I need to know about. Whereas yeah. like. Ninety percent of those mythics that we just named there, I'm only ever going to see those cards if 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 it, they come up in limited and just with them being lim- like mythics, that's highly unlikely. Yeah, and I I don't know if this is is this a bad thing or a good thing. Is is it like fine that like there's just a bunch of cards that can appeal to loads of different people? Like we we certainly sell all these mythics. Like we have a hard time keeping most of these mythics in stock at work. Yeah. Um. So they're still selling. So like they're appealing to someone. But is that a good thing or, or, a, or a bad thing that we can't remember them we don't know them and like not, take, not even taking into account rares and commons and uncommons I, is that yeah I really a place I really we like being? I feel like it, it depends depends how you see it I guess really I think there's part of me that likes it from like a taking magic back to its back to its roots sort of aspects like if if I if I can't remember any mythics in the set, then it's going to be a surprise when somebody pulls out a cool mythic when we're playing a, a game of limited or or whatever. And oh, cool! This is the card I I don't remember. I don't know. Like that's cool. But that's like that's like you know proper old school magic where you played with the cards that were available and sometimes people yeah. had cards that you've never seen before. I, I certainly like think that, that's that, cool that aspect of it. But as as somebody who is meant to be a highly engaged player of the game I, I I think that's an incredibly bad way to way to be, be yeah, like, like surprised by standard cards 
yeah, like, I can't rattle off cards that... Sometimes you can't even rattle off cards that are relevant, let alone cards that exist. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a big problem, I think. Um, yeah, like, I, I'd i pretty much forgotten that Kaya exists from um, from Kaldheim, and I've played that in Historic frequently. Like, yeah, and, like, how long, how long can you go about this? It feels like, you know... Remember M19? M20. M20 spoilers. When we were talking about Burnout. And yeah. we, we just had War of the Spark or whatever and Modern Horizons and then we were suddenly going into Core 20 spoilers and we saw those Chandras. And we yes. everyone was complaining about Burnout. It feels like Watsy took that, internalised it and just made it their their model now. Yeah. And yeah. maybe we're wrong. Maybe like being so engaged and being so into magic and wanting to know everything about it and wanting to care about the relevant cards is the bad way to go around it. Maybe you should just pick your lane and stick to it. Yeah, I think I think it's I think that's just how it has to be. And I think that's the way you get the most enjoyment out of the game now, as opposed to what it was before where you, you could you could know a lot about everything. Now it's it very much just feels like because there is so much stuff, there is so much physical product, so much digital product, so many sets the, the laws back there's all of that to get involved with. like I, I have no idea what the law is i used to be somebody who was incredibly engaged with the law would read the weekly story every week could tell you everything about what was going on with the law but could also tell you all of the cards that were in a standard set and, and i just i just can't do any of that now because there's so much constantly and it's just a constant bombardment of information across all channels that yeah i think unless you do find your lane and stick to it then it's just impossible to take any of this in in a, in a really meaningful way. Yep, and I think that's going to be a problem coming up. Like, I, you know, we're already, we're already seeing collectors, like, not bothering anymore. Because, again, we haven't even talked about the fact that there are a thousand different versions of every card, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and which is, the, which is the expensive version, which is the good one. And, like, it, it's, it's going to bleed down to, like, your... Maybe not your casuals because they literally don't care, but like your vaguely entrenched players, like your F and M N bosses and stuff. Like, are they gonna just stop bothering now because it's just too much? It's just entirely Potentially, too much. Or, or or do we, you know, or do we just see that that fragment even more? And you have your your you know your modern F and M N boss is is a different person to your pioneer F and M N boss, who's a different person to your standard F and M N boss, like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's it's incredibly difficult to you know, be a master of all things in Magic these days. But I, I think it is still possible to stick to your stick, like you said, stick to your lane and you know, achieve achieve. I guess a lot in that lane, really. Just yeah, just I don't know. Like thinking, it, it's just really got me thinking that that whole Modern Horizons two thing. You brought that up, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I could. I could name a lot of mythics. I know a lot about that set. That set was great. That set was powerful and impactful, and that was a set I cared about. But I haven't been engaged with standard or played standard for so long. I couldn't tell you about any of these standard cards. We eventually get Maybe to a point. Maybe it's the where, same for other things as well. Yeah, I mean, we eventually get to the point where moderns like that. Like I'm out of commander now, but I I don't know how people keep up with commander. Like I was keeping yeah. up with commander just by virtue of like we sell to commander players, right? And we, I guess you. you Keep up with Commander by watching the Command Zone and engaging in Commander specific content. Yeah, God, they still have such a sway on the market. Yeah, which is I don't know. I think it's probably a good thing. 
Yeah, like I, their, their content, tra- it's translating into sales for us. It's translating into sale, sales for for game stores, and yeah. it's translating into sales for singles mainly, which is a lot better than, um, you know, translating into sales for Jeff Bizzou's. But yeah, like eventually it's going to come to modern. Like you're not going to know what cards are, and like it's already kind of hard because you're going all the way back to Mirrodin, and like to know what all the cards are. And like I'm so impressed when people come up with brews that are like a new card comes out and it interacts with this card from 15 years ago that no one knew existed and they've just immediately done a five olus with that and like can that continue for this long especially when you've got like pro play being gutted content creation being gutted star city games sacking all their writers does this continue i guess yeah i guess i guess the the difference is because of the, the you know, horizon sets are incredibly popular and are just going to be thing indefinitely now i think because of that we're going to see more of a rotation of modern like this this forced like pseudo rotation that we see with Horizon sets whenever that happens I think that's just going to be the the way eternal formats kind of go now where you don't necessarily need to remember everything that gets dumped into the new format because the, the older stuff just won't be good enough won't be, be played anymore yeah and I don't I don't know I think that's probably good I think it was you know I think it's good and bad I think, I think it, it has its I guess in term, in terms of gameplay, I, I think it's good. In terms of having to, you know, keep on top of it information wise, I, I I do think it's good. Uh, I love love Horizon sets. Uh, I think they are, you know, apart from the one or two misses that they usually have, I think they're incredibly positive in what they do for for the health of formats. Mm-hmm, for sure. But I, I just don't like what they do to the cost of the formats. Now, if if only we'd had an episode about that. <laughs> and and how you're wrong for moaning about that, and I'm correct. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think you know, I I see Magic heading in a direction, and it troubles me that I can't tell if it's a good or bad direction. I think I'm personally burned out as a vendor, as someone that works in a local game store, yeah. as someone who has to quantify all these cards and list all these cards, and uh, you know, we just we just have stock sitting around because it's just like nearly impossible to list everything, and then it's difficult to list like f- full art versus extended art versus borderless versus showcase versus different kind of showcase versus foil versus promo pack stamp versus pre-release promo versus special r- promo for an event that we just get shipped without being told the information about it. Like we received a whole pack of game day promos, despite there being very little communication about what the fuck a game day was these days. Yeah. And you have all these things, and I find it. I find it difficult to deal with and maybe that's just because I've got too much knowledge <laughs> maybe that's the problem, not that there is too much, maybe just I'm trying too much to internalise it but it makes my job harder if I don't know what cards are yeah. it makes my job a lot harder and especially if I don't know what the versions of those cards are I'm going to have to sell to people and I'm like, do you want this version or 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 this version they're all the same price <laughs> I don't know I wish I had a point to the end of this. I think the thing, the thing, <laughs> the thing with last week was that I didn't have a plan but had a point. Yeah. And my point was think bad. And with this one, I had like an outline of what I wanted to say, but I don't actually have a point to end on, and I don't know which is worse. At least you have to listen to like fifty minutes of like reasonable guess, content to get to this point. I guess the point is there's there's too much magic? Question mark is is that the point? But I think yeah, that might be it. I don't yeah. know. There's just there's just too much constantly. But at the same time, like I don't, we haven't even seen, we haven't even seen anywhere near the most of it. Like we're into yep. March this year, we've had 
we, we've had a reasonable amount of products. We know we have a lot of stuff coming up later this year already. Like, the calendar looks absolutely stacked for this year between stuff like, like obviously, all the standard tests, so Street of New Capenna, Dominaria United, uh, Brothers War. We also have Infinity. We have Baldur's Gate, Commander Legends. We have Jumpstart 2. We have, not Modern Horizons, Double Masters 2. Like... Mm-hmm so many products and then there's also the 40k commander decks coming at some point plus the uh, plus the commander decks for all those standard sets plus bundles yeah, and plus, like all the different types of products within those that they break down to plus challenger decks i'm sure they're going to keep with those plus new arena starter kits or whatever plus the equivalent of one secret layer a week for the next how many months days weeks forever <laughs> yeah for the next eternity there's just a lot yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, the fact that it hasn't turned that many people off is probably a good thing. Uh, we've, yeah, we've no, noticed. I, I think. I think player bases in in, in terms of overall, overall player base, I, I think it's it's up higher than ever. Like Magic's more popular than ever. So they are doing some things, but I don't know. I think it's it's one of those things where I feel like it's an incredibly difficult time for enfranchised players, but it seems mm-hmm. like a really fu- fun time for new players. Yeah, I mean, we've seen an uptick in people picking up the game or turning up and being like, I want to try out Magic, what can you recommend? Which we've been thinking yeah. is a difficult question to answer, but yes. sending, it's like selling products to these new players and they like come back and like, ah, oh, it's really fun, I really enjoyed that. Or like turning up to modern FNM with a draft deck that they put some cards in and having a blast. Like, that's cool, you had your friend who seemed to really enjoy it. Um, I think that's good. It's just the problem is those people taking the next step, I suppose. Yeah, like, cool, so you vaguely mastered this thing that you know about and what you're paying attention to is basically the last two months of Magic the Gathering. Let me tell you about the last 30 years and <laughs> all of this stuff that you have to uh, comprehend. You know, like, I've basically internalised most... Like, if you if you name most basically playable cards in some kind of format, I could probably tell you what set they're from. Yeah. Um, but not anymore. Well, like, at least I wouldn't think of them. And I think I was. It was far easier for me to internalize the entire of Magic history from nine years ago to now. Nine years ago till about two years ago. Sorry, nine years from from the start of Magic to nine years ago was much easier to internalize than basically anything that's happened in the last three or so years. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Like yeah, I. I I don't know. I'm still playing. A lot of people are still playing. People are still excited. You know, modern continues to be good. Legacy continues to be good. They're still doing vintage cube and stuff like that. You know, people still play arena and still seem to really enjoy it. Some fucking how. Commander is the biggest it's ever been. People are still doing it. People are still, you know, we. I complain about all these commander decks, but they do tend to sell. I'm like, yeah, that's it. It's it's across the board. Numbers are up. Players are up. Profits are up every quarter you know we are seeing a lot of cool products we are seeing a lot of cool designs it's just yeah it's just there's so much that a lot of it just becomes meaningless just gets lost in the lost in the haze yeah maybe maybe churning out over oversaturation oversaturation is a bad thing i guess is is the point right yeah i think churning out stuff i don't know i think it's probably better generally speaking to churn out a bunch of stuff and just by sheer volume of numbers make some bangers and do some good things for formats and do some interesting things to formats and magic in general than it is to work really hard on something that misses 
yeah, like, definitely, definitely. I think I prefer not knowing seventy percent of the fucking mythics and current standard sets to Ixalan. You know, yeah, yeah. Just having to deal with an Ixalan forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's probably hmm, better. How many, <laughs> how many mythics could I name from Ixalan? Uh, fuck. How I many mythics can I name from Ixalan? Let me guess. Let me right, see. Jace Cunning Castaway, Carnage mm-hmm. Tyrant, Star mm-hmm. of Extinction. Star of Extinction, yeah. Was a mythic, right? Uh, it was, yeah. Watley. Watley, I don't remember the, the the rest of the name of the card. Uh, Vraska. Don't remember the name of the rest of the card. Pirate Gorgon, Gorgon uh, Pirate. I think that was literally it. Or was that the, the, the Planeswalker deck one? Fuck knows. Uh, no idea. Um, Pirate Queen? Gishaf, Gishaf Sun's avatar. Yep, that's the big dino. Ah, uh, Admiral Beckett, Beckett Brass. There we go. It's coming back. Yep. There's a big, uh, uh, a big black mythic creature pirate. It's like an orc pirate or an ogre pirate or something. Dead eye, something. Dead shot, something. Dire fleet, something. Dire fleet. Ah, uh, something. Dire fleet. Dire reason... fleet is right. What is it? The What's reason the you can remember Dire Scourge or something. Oh, I was going to say the reason remember... you can remember Dire fleet is Dire fleet Daredevil, which is a rev- which I was going to say yeah. That's a Dire fleet from... Daredevil. That's a rare from Rivals of Ixnan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good card. <laughs> yeah, I can remember the the flip land cycle, but they're rares. Yeah, search for us. Yeah, say. yeah, search for us. Canter and and um, Bedanto and all all of that lot. I can remember them as I don't recall the names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vance's Blasting Cannons, Argyle's Bloodfast, Search for Ascanta, Le- Le- uh, Legion's, Legion's Landing, Grown Rights of the Mark. That Green was the one I can't remember the name. Nice, we did it. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I think I prefer just churning out stuff and hoping some shit sticks than trying really hard and missing, like, you know, Champions of Kamigawa. An entire Kamigawa block, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. I prefer, which still had some hits for sure. Kamigawa block, but yeah, I th- I think I prefer this. Where just the sheer amount of cards we have, some of them are bound to be good, but it's a lot. It sure is a lot. Yeah, it it really is. It really is. But you know, maybe it is just the, the world we live in now is. You just have to find the lane. Find find the way. Find the the way you enjoy engaging or, or playing magic and and stick with that like find what works for you stick with that and and have fun there because yeah. not everything is is going to be for you now and that is the that is the world we live in yep that's the world we live in unfortunately which i mean yeah i i think i think that really is just just the way it is i think we see it not just sets it's it's secret layers it's universes beyond it's it's that whole thing it's some people were incredibly upset about them being mechanically unique cards in, in Secret Lairs. Other people loved it. Some people are incredibly upset that we're getting a Lord of the Rings set. Other people love it. Like, I think that's it. Like, this product might not be for you. It just applies to everything now. So find the, st- you know, the stuff that you do like. Jump right in. Explore it. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Uh, the stuff that isn't for you, that's fine. It's just not for you. Yeah, I think the universe of Beyond is maybe a little bit different from that because the Lord of the Rings set and the 40k Commander decks are going to impact actual formats people play and you will not be able to avoid those cards. 
like you I mean, if, there's, if... there's always there's always potential that Secret Lair could as well. Modern Horizons impact sets. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. if your specific problem is you don't like IPs, then the, if if Gandalf end up ends up being a modern and legacy playable card, you can't avoid that. Whereas with Secret Lairs, you can avoid the Stranger Things ones because one, they're doing actual cards of it, and also they're not really that good. So like, they're doing the, the I mean, actual list cards, right? If if seeing a picture of Gandalf upsets you so much that you don't want to play modern anymore, then I, I don't know. I'm glad you're not playing. Go to, th- yeah, go, go, to, go to therapy. Or something, it's like. very very funny. Like it'd be very it's very funny when when people. Do, I mean, I was that person, right, for The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna quit magic because <laughs> I'm a tit. <laughs> like I don't know. It's all just pictures of dragons at the end of the day, isn't it? It really is. Every magic card is just a picture of a dragon with some words on it. Yeah, and sometimes it's another picture of a dragon and some other words on the back. <laughs> and maybe one day there will be a third side. Yeah, I'm I'm still holding out hope that they're going to do that. I think that would be super cool. Triple they do it in Duel Masters. Why can't they do it? Why can't they do it here too? Because this is a real game that people play, <laughs> and Duel Masters is a meme. It's a real game, just not outside of Japan, unfortunately. Well, yeah, it just seems like in Japan, anything that is a card game gets played. Yeah, I don't know. Much. There are people that like devote their lives to Vaishvots, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note I think that's all we have time for this week it's been it's been an interesting discussion this one hopefully much better than whatever that was last week if you enjoyed what you heard would like to get in touch with us on social media you can hit us up on twitter we are at hfdcast facebook.com slash hfdcast or if you really enjoyed what you heard in the episode would like to give us some support now on Tree Valley you can hit us up at patreon we are patreon.com slash hour of devastation tiers start from as little as one dollar per month for roughly 20-25 cents per episode this podcast is brought to you by manalik.com where you can go and use promo code HOFD5 to get 5% of your whole order. If you want to find me on my own personal social media, on Twitter I am at PeachGardenOaf, it's Oaf with an F. Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon, I'm sure you'll see me in pretty much any of the magic groups. Then I also stream magic every Friday night on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PeachGardenOaf. We're playing a lot of Cube, it's super fun, come hang out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sneeler. Nice. Trying to have a good time, man. Just yeah. trying to have a good time. My favourite thing is is people thinking that your name is Gene. Oh, uh, so good. Really thank you, thank you, whoever runs the Brainstorm Brewery Twitter page. Thinking my name is Gene. Legit, I mean, it's <laughs> fine because like Gene is a name that people are called. Yeah. Uh, I've never met one, but I'm sure they exist, and you know that's fine. That was funny, but I'm just trying to. Just trying to cope, you know. Just trying to deal with the world. <laughs> yeah. just on that note, tweet into the abyss. Approaching the second hour, the Godfire has returned. So see you again next week on Our Devastation. <laughs>